and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Every day we stand in an epic spiritual battle between good and evil, and safety is of the Lord. This is Truth Dealer Radio. Warning believers to wake up and be sober, encouraging believers to stand on the word of God, and motivating believers to be truth dealers with a bold witness for Jesus Christ in these end times. And now the host of Truth Dealer Radio, Brian Moonen. It's Truth O'Clock. Praise God. Welcome back to Truth Dealer Radio, where no matter what time zone you're in, it's Truth O'Clock. I'm Brian Moon, and I'm sounding the alarm, asking you to wake up and join the battle for truth. And of course, the truth is God's word. And the word of God is quick. That means alive and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart, Hebrews 4.12. Amen. Today on Truth Dealer Radio, we want to bring you the truth about New Age healing. There's Satan's power, and there's the power of Jesus Christ, who is God incarnate, God in the flesh. The power of God is holy, and miracles and signs and wonders that God performs, Jesus Christ heals. But Satan has power also, and the New Age movement capitalizes on that with voodoo, witchcraft, and all these repackaged practices that are derived from wickedness that the Bible forbids and that God wants us to separate from. So the point is that God doesn't play games. Witchcraft is an abomination. It's forbidden. God said, suffer not a witch to live. Okay, and the wages of sin is death. So anything that we do that's sinful will result ultimately in death, one way or the other, spiritually and oftentimes physically. You're going to take curses upon yourself. People oftentimes are oppressed and even possessed by unclean spirits, demons, devils, and this can all be avoided if we stay away from these satanic powers, these energy sources and all these new age practices that are woven into much of the new alternative medicine. Alternative medicine is not wrong in of itself, the idea of healing through God's creation, using diet, using things that God made for the purpose that they were designed for. In Genesis, it does talk about that. These things are for our good, our, our benefit, but they can be abused. And then when you attach these other occult rituals, hypnosis, Reiki, healing, touch, all these new age things that are done by shamans, witch doctors, and many times chiropractors, it's wrong. And it's going to result in death and harm to your soul. And we have a lot to talk about with this topic. It's very prevalent, and many Christians are not even being warned not to participate in yoga. It's Eastern mysticism. And I did a whole video on that topic where I quoted the actual Hindu masters, yogis. They themselves come out and say, you cannot separate 
the exercises from the spiritual aspect. It's one practice. So if you do that, you're participating in Eastern mysticism, occult activities. And it's forbidden by God. If you want to stretch, stretch. But when you go through these positions and you, you know, you're going to be activating these chakras and all this stuff, that's wickedness. That's satanic. They have the kundalini power and all this stuff. It's real. And people get possessed. And people have very terrible experiences with this. The worst experience is you're going to be led further away from the Lord Jesus Christ. And you're going to be blind to his truth. And you won't be able to be redeemed in the end. Because you're blind. You're just going further and further into the ditch. Away from the Lord. You need to turn away from that and go back to the Lord for truth and healing. So, as I said, much of the alternative medicine scene incorporates these occult practices that are kind of repackaged or watered down, if you will. Sometimes they change the name. New Age, Voodoo, Reiki, Energy Healing. It's all part of the occult. The wages of sin is death. Romans 6.23, for the wages of sin is death. So as I said, there are two sources of real supernatural power. Let me repeat that. There are two sources of real supernatural power. And this is something that even Christians, professing Christians, I'll say, don't seem to understand. The devil is real. Satan is real. There's real danger. There's real power there that he can wield There's real attacks that can come. And only by the full armor of God and by the blood of Jesus Christ, we have victory. Amen? We're protected when we're living according to God's will. You step out of God's will, boom, boom, you can be in trouble. So be aware. We need the full armor of God. We need to be standing on God's word, submitting to God and resist the devil, it says in James. Submit to God, therefore, and resist the devil and he'll flee. But you first submit to God. That includes you submit to his word and what it says. If God says you can't drink of the cup of devils and of the Lord, don't do it. It says have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, Ephesians 5.11. Don't do it. Don't participate in these new age occult things or you're going to be in danger so there's god-given holy power and miracles and healing and then there is satanic evil and sinful power and so-called healing which temporarily takes place sometimes but it always comes with a price it comes with a price spiritual death and many times more worse sickness physically than before Because you've submitted yourself to Satan himself, who wants to steal, kill, and destroy. He wants to destroy your soul. He wants to destroy your body. So, yeah, you submit to him and his ways, you're going to get death. You submit to the Lord Jesus Christ in repentance and faith toward God, you will have life and life more abundantly and eternal life. He'll forgive your sins. He'll heal you if it's his will. Many Christians aren't healed of disease either. But they're 
life has a purpose and their testimony can be lived out and others can be encouraged. So whatever God's will is, we need to submit that for our life. But ultimately, when a, when a born-again Christian passes away, they're not going to taste death. They're going to be with the Lord Jesus Christ. They're passing over into life, eternal life. Amen? Nobody can beat God's power. Jesus wins over all. He has all power in heaven and in earth has been given unto me, Jesus said. All power in heaven and in earth has been given unto me. He has all power over everything. So while these temporary witch tricks and these little things Satan has to counterfeit God's ways and to counterfeit and to make people believe in positive uh, vibes and vibrations and energy and thinking and the universe and all this stuff, it's all a lie. And it's temporary and it's going to go to hell with their soul. It's all going to be cast into hell, death and hell. Sin and it all will be cast into the lake of fire. So all these ideas are going to perish. Only God's power will remain. Amen. So there's two sources. There's God and there's Satan. There's two two different directly opposing powers. Now it doesn't mean Satan is the exact opposite or that his power is equal. It's not equal. It's only here for a season too. God is going to stop and shut down his allowance to do these things he's going to be stopped he's going to be put into the lake of fire also god forbids tampering with occult and satanic powers deuteronomy eighteen ten through 12 there shall not be found among you anyone that maketh his son or his daughter to pass through the fire or that useth divination or an observer of times or an enchanter or a witch or a charmer or a consulter with familiar spirits or a wizard, or a necromancer. For all that do these things are an abomination unto the Lord. And because of these abominations, the Lord thy God doth drive them out from before thee. So the Lord the Lord drove them out from the land beforehand as a blessing to the children of Israel. And he forbade them, don't go back to that. Don't go back to those ways. Don't get involved with those. That's an abomination. And it's dangerous. And it's forbidden. And as I said, the Bible records many evil so-called miracles or signs and wonders, one being Acts 16, 16 through 18. And it came to pass as we went to prayer, a certain damsel possessed with a spirit of divination met us, which brought her masters much gain by soothsaying. Soothsaying, so she could tell the future, she could tell things about people, because unclean spirit with a power of divination was revealing stuff to her. It's an evil spirit that possessed her. See, these things are real. It's not in the movies. It's not on little TV shows and cartoons. These things are real. They're in the Bible. And we're going to see how did the Apostle Paul deal with this event. Verse 17, the same followed Paul and us and cried, saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God, which show unto us the way of salvation. And this did she many days. Now, I don't know if she was mocking them. Or what the deal was, but she had an unclean spirit, an evil spirit. But Paul, being grieved, turned and said to the spirit, I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he came out the same hour. That's the power of the Lord Jesus Christ. 
over the devil and his wicked evil spirits. He cast out the evil spirit out of the girl. And it ended right there. And that's a real power. And then it talks about how her masters were mad because they weren't able to make all that money anymore from her little witchy business that she had going. See, they can bring you a little healing. They can bring you a little this and a little that. Maybe they can channel some other spirits and give knowledge about this and about that. It's evil. Exodus 7, 20 through 22. And Moses and Aaron did so as the Lord commanded. And he lifted up the rod and smote the waters that were in the river in the sight of Pharaoh and in the sight of his servants. And all the waters that were in the river were turned to blood. And the fish that was in the river died and the river stank. And the Egyptians could not drink of the water of the river. And there was blood throughout all the land of Egypt. And the magicians of Egypt did so with their enchantments. And Pharaoh's heart was hardened. Neither did he hearken unto them as the Lord had said. So they were able to redo that miracle. However, they did with their enchantments. That's satanic power. And that turned that hardened Pharaoh's heart. And he thought, well, I can get that same result through my magicians, through my sorcerers, through my satanic power. I can get that result. So I don't need God. I don't need to submit to God and let his people go. I can get my people to do that power too. But it's not exactly the same. (laughs) It's evil power. And it comes with a price. That's why Pharaoh and all his army drowned in the Red Sea. When we come back, we're going to hear some information about some of these practices that are going on in alternative medicine, including healing, touch, energy, and Reiki-type powers, and some personal testimonies of people who are now saved that were involved in those practices. As a warning, they have written some articles warning believers to stay away. We'll be right back on Truth Dealer Radio. Truth Dealer Radio. No matter what time zone you're in, it's truth o'clock. The time is short. That is why KJV Prepper Christian shirts are worn to warn. KJV Prepper witness wear can be a bold witness to the unsaved and encourage believers in the Lord Jesus Christ. All designs are original. Visit KJVPrepper.com for effective Christian apparel. Worn to warn. Praise God. Welcome back to Truth Dealer Radio. So before the break, we were explaining how there's two sources of power. There's God's power, which is holy and true and brings life. And there's Satan's power, which is sinful and brings death. And we're going to read this testimony from a woman's blog. She's now saved, but she was involved in one of these New Age energy healing things, which is called Reiki. I'm just going to read this from her article. I'll put the link in the description. Reiki students and practitioners have to undergo initiations called attunements, or so-called sacred rites, as they move up the Reiki ladder towards becoming a Reiki master. My initiation took place in a storage room of the Reiki Center bookstore. As you can plainly see, Reiki incorporates secret or hidden knowledge, the very definition of a cult. 
In addition, we initiates are taught secret hand movements and symbols that are used to give power to the healing energy. This universal energy is referred to as thought forms, something that allowed us to have the psychic impressions. Whenever I laid hands on a client, noticeable heat and warmth would flow from the energy that was streaming through me. And many times as I touched clients' shoulders, their shirts would become soaking wet. At the time, I was attending university and living with my parents. Once into Reiki, I noticed that my room had become considerably colder than the rest of the house. I also felt touches on my arms and saw objects move by themselves. These abnormal events concerned me, but my Reiki masters reassured me that these presences were my spirit guides who were just letting me know they were there. The Reiki masters told me that if I got scared, I could call on the Archangel Michael and he would take away the bad spirits. This is so wicked. Understandably, I was confused as to who the good and who the bad guys were, but I was a novice and I thought I would learn in time. One night, I ordered a spirit to leave my room. Moments later, something in the doorway whispered my name. Pam, it said, in my mother's voice, but it was not my mom. Only my mother calls me Pam. Everyone else calls me Pamela. That demon counterfeited my mother perfectly. Such is the magic of Satan and his demons. Regardless, I went on into my second level of Reiki certification and then pursued and learned various New Age practices and techniques for another five years. Reiki was my gateway into everything occult, and it eventually led me into witchcraft. The moment that God revealed the truth about His Son Jesus and the Gospel was the moment that I knew Reiki and every practice I had been participating in was terribly wrong. It is only by God's mercy and grace that I am no longer deceived and that I am able to warn about this demonic practice today. Praise God. She's free. She's free from that bondage, that fear, and that evil spirit. Because the Lord Jesus Christ freed her. Amen. He saved her soul. Praise God. So these things are real. They're very, very real. And they're very, very evil. I wanted to share a quote from Dave Hunt, who wrote a book called Occult Invasion, page 277. In contrast, holistic medicine involves no concern for truth or for God's will, but only for something that will work. And it relies upon techniques which contradict conscience and the Bible. Holistic medicine attempts to tap into an occult force. And that very attempt rejects the grace of the one true and personal God, whose very existence and sovereignty it denies. The appealing magic of the occult produces just enough results to keep its victims nibbling the bait. And that's the problem, is that some people will experience little bits of healing, this and that, knowledge, power, obviously, and that keeps them hooked. And they get deeper and deeper into the deception the satanic deception, and they get deeper into rejecting the Lord Jesus Christ who loves them, who died for them, who is the way, the truth, and the life. You can't separate Jesus Christ from the truth. He is the truth. Amen. And you can't separate, you can't tell people to have positive thoughts and positive, think positive and positive vibrations and all you're going to heal and all this positive thinking. If your thinking includes not believing in Jesus Christ, 
to save you from your sins and not submitting to God and understanding what he says in his word, and you're thinking you're going to go to witches like Saul did to get your knowledge, to get your healing, there's nothing positive about that. That's the most negative thing you can have is to reject the Lord Jesus Christ who created you, who died for you, who rose again on the third day, who's coming again to judge the living and the dead. That's the most negative thing you can do is damn your soul by rejecting Jesus Christ, the just, the righteous, the king of the universe. Amen? That's not positive. So you can't have, a, apart from Jesus Christ, you can't have positive thinking. Because you can believe whatever you want. You can believe there's money in your bank account. Go try and take it out. Is it there? No, it's not. Because your little thoughts, apart from the Lord Jesus Christ and his true power, his true miracles, you're not going to heal anything. And if you're taking devils, if you're consulting with familiar spirits and devil-possessed witches and people who are deep, deep into the occult, you're cursing yourself. You're cursing yourself. It's going to bring death. The wages of sin is death. Believe the Bible. Don't believe guru friends and old witches and fools who don't even believe in creation. Believe the Bible. Believe God. Believe Jesus Christ. He's the one with the truth. God cannot lie. Amen? Believe Him. Or turn away from Him to your own damnation. Now, the Bible in the New Testament also talks about the future Antichrist will be endowed with powers from Satan, resulting in false miracles and signs and lying wonders. 2 Thessalonians 2, 8 through 10. And then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming, even him whose coming is after the working of Satan, with all power and signs and lying wonders, and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they received not the love of the truth, that they might be saved." So I'm pleading with people that are out there, turn away from the lies. You don't reject the truth. Don't reject Jesus Christ to your own damnation. Don't receive lies in place of the truth. That's what leads to death. That's what leads to your soul being damned. Don't fall for it. So these folk healers and Wiccans and cunning folks, they call them sometimes these old German healers, and witch doctors, holistic, naturopath, no matter what name they go by, if they perform these things, healing, touch, Reiki, energy healing, all this stuff, ritual stuff, stuff based on your vibes and your thinking and everything but what the Bible says, it is power from Satan, not God. Anyone who goes to a witch for healing will be damned eternally if they don't repent. Repent and get away. And go to Jesus Christ for healing. He's the one who can heal. He's the one who healed the blind and opened the ears of the deaf and raised the dead. And he still will. Put your faith and your trust in him, and especially to save your soul, to forgive your sins. But people are too prideful. 
And they're afraid of what everyone will think if they truly repent and turn to Jesus Christ and submit to his power and his authority and his word, the Bible. It's not chic, you know, it's not part of the in crowd of Buddhism and all this new age stuff and all this Hindu stuff and all this new world order, one world religion, everything's peace and love. There's no absolute truth. There's no division. Unless you're a Christian and you believe in Jesus, then you're the scum of the earth. But the Bible says, have I become your enemy because I tell you the truth? They don't want to hear the truth. That's why Jesus told us we're going to be hated. We will be hated for sharing the truth, for sharing the gospel. But the sad thing is, the gospel is the good news. It's what they need to hear. It's why it's the loving thing to do is to share the gospel, no matter if you're hated or not. Now, I'm going to read a few more quotes regarding these practices. Kurt Koch, in reference to demonic healing, stated, In all cases I have observed over a long period of time, it was only a matter of apparent cure. Either the ailment appeared again after a considerable pause, or there was only a shift, a transfer from the organic to the psychological, a change from bodily ailment to psychological disturbances. All right, and that was what he wrote in the book Counseling and Occultism, page 139. As I said, I'm not endorsing that book. I didn't read the book. But this quote is is explaining what I was saying. You get a temporary little heal, but really you're just getting a curse with it. But the blessing of the Lord addeth no sorrow with it. When Jesus heals, he heals. He, he heals your body and your soul, more importantly. And it's free. It's by the grace of God. But when Satan does these little tricks on people, there's a deep price to pay. An author named Merrill Unger said, When demons help heal physical diseases, they exact a price, either in some type of occult oppression or psychic disturbance in their victim, or by causing him to fall prey to error and false doctrine. Well, they're already in false doctrine and error if they're going into these practices. He continues, physical healing, when not according to God's will and for his glory in an answer to prayer, but affected through demonic spirits, always has Satan's costly price tag attached to it. Satan merely shifts the malady from the physical to the mental or emotional. The victim often falls into doctrinal errors of the cult in which the healing occurred. When black magic is used with demonic help, the practice of healing and causing diseases merely fosters satanic cunning and affects no real deliverance. Demons in the world today, page 155. What Jesus Christ said in Mark 8:36 is, For what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? And that's really what we're talking about here. Losing your soul. Going at all costs. Fighting against God. Kicking against the pricks going against God's word, going against God's people that have warned you at all costs for anything, anything but Jesus, and losing your soul. Now, the verse I read in the beginning, Romans chapter 6, verse 23, for the wages of sin is death. It continues on, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen? So if you want to be healed, go to the one who created you who loves you, who died for you to pay for your sins. And he rose again, proving that he's God.
and he's waiting. The Lord Jesus Christ will heal you to the uttermost by saving your soul, forgiving your sins, okay? And so no matter what happens to your body, you'll live with him in glory in heaven. You'll have peace like you've never seen. And I have seen born-again Christians who had to face terminal diseases, and they died with dignity and grace, and they had so much peace because they knew they were going to be with Jesus Christ and that this is just passing away anyway. This life, whether it's 20 years or 100 years, it's just as a vapor. Whereas you know not what shall be on the morrow. For what is your life? It is even a vapor that appeareth for a little time and then vanisheth away. James 4:14. 4, so the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Put your faith and your trust and your hope in Jesus Christ who proved his power. He defeated death and hell. He has power over sin. He has power over the devil. He'll forgive your sins. doesn't matter what you've done. You repent and believe the gospel. Put all your faith in Jesus. He'll save you. John 5, 24. This is Jesus talking. Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that heareth my word and believeth on him that sent me hath everlasting life and shall not come into condemnation, but is passed from death unto life. John eleven twenty five. Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. Praise God. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this? Believest thou this? Do you believe what Jesus said? So many warnings to your soul. So many warnings. Don't cross the line. Jesus is the creator and the giver of life. Trust him and have faith in him for your future, whatever that may be. This life is, is but a vapor. As I said, this life is just goes by so fast. This is not what's important. Your soul is what's important. Eternity is what matters. Eternity is what's important. Matthew eleven twenty eight. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Please go to Jesus Christ for rest, all right? Don't be deceived. Jesus Christ is the one who heals. And I want to look at a few of his miracles so we can see the power of Jesus, the power of God. You know, John the Baptist was called by Jesus Christ the greatest prophet that ever lived besides himself, the greatest man. And when he was in prison, he even doubted, he even wondered. And he sent people to ask Jesus if he was the Messiah even after all he'd seen, and even after he had declared Jesus to be the Lamb of God, Luke seven twenty through 23, when the men were come unto him, they said, John the Baptist hath sent us unto thee, saying, Art thou he that should come, or look we for another? And in that same hour he cured many of their infirmities and plagues, and of evil spirits, and unto many that were blind he gave sight. Then Jesus answering said unto them, Go your way, and tell John what things ye have seen and heard, how that the blind see, and the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, to the poor the gospel is preached, and blessed is he whosoever shall not be offended in me. Praise God, and that's all things that Jesus Christ did. And you can put your faith and trust in him, and you can rest in him. There's no way to earn your salvation. 
There's no works that you can do to heal yourself. There's no mind games and Jedi mind tricks and meditation and yoga and all these different things. It's all going to perish. It's all Eastern mystical garbage. Jesus Christ never said to do that. He said, come unto me, follow me, come to me for the living water. I am the way, I am the door, I am the bread of life. He has the living water. And if you don't want to go through Jesus Christ to have life, you will have death. And you're cursing your own soul. And it's a stern warning. Jesus Christ is the Messiah. He's alive. He rose from the dead. He is alive right now. He's watching everyone. He knows your thoughts. He knows the intents of your hearts. As it says in Hebrews 4.12 that we read at the beginning. He knows and he discerns the thoughts of your heart. You can't hide from his light. You can't hide from him and his judgment. And he will judge every soul according to his word, according to your deeds. If you don't submit to him and ask him for forgiveness, you need to come to God on his terms. And that's totally fair and totally just. Because he's the one who created us and breathed life into us. The Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away and it's up to him. And if he wants to take away your life, your life will be over. But he offers you eternal life. And if you reject that, it's at your own wickedness, your own sin, your own responsibility. To reject the Lord who loves you is a grievous, grievous sin. And you will reap what you sow. So woe unto you, anyone that rejects Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God. He heals. He healed the blind. He heals the deaf. He opens the ears of the deaf. He raises the dead. And he'll raise your spirit out of that's dead in sin, as it says in Ephesians 2.8, and make it alive. Then you'll be born again with the Holy Spirit. He raises the dead in that way right now. He can cancel your sin debt and raise you in newness of life and give you eternal life. It can start today. If you repent and believe Jesus Christ, I'm going to put links in the description that share the gospel, the good news, and I pray that anyone who's listening who doesn't know the Lord Jesus Christ as their personal Savior will read those words and pray and ask Jesus Christ to forgive you. You need to understand, you need to deal with this today because no one is guaranteed tomorrow. Amen. And it's such a hard topic because so many of us know family members and loved ones and friends and neighbors, they get ensnared and they get deceived by Satan. And they're on this path that's going to lead to death. Ultimately, their soul is damned. And it's it's very hard to watch. It's very hard not to get emotional. So I thank you. Let's pray for each other and for each other's families. The people will wake up. And if you have any questions, you can write to me, brian at truthdealer-radio.com, and I'll try to help. Truth Dealer Radio is listener-supported, so if you would like to support this program, there's a way to do that at truthdealer-radio.com. Thank you for listening. Hope you tune in again next time. God bless you. Be strong. Truth Dealer Radio. No matter what time zone you're in, it's Truth O'Clock. Truth 
www.dealerradio.com. You keep talking about Jesus. Some folks out there just might be listening.